You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs, with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here with a new edition of the Music Growth Talks podcast. As a reminder, we renamed the show from Whispin Recipes to Music Growth Talks just a couple episodes back. You can find out more about the podcast and subscribe, which I encourage you to do, at musicgrowthtalks.com. Today's guest on this very episode is Diamit Meloni, who I originally met at this year's Fast Forward conference in Amsterdam. He is a co-founder of Videos, which is quite a neat app that essentially works like this. You upload a song, you also upload some video footage if you have any, select videos from the stock videos available inside the service, add some titles, pick a visual theme that suits your music, and the app creates a music video for you with a video properly synced with your audio. So you don't need any video editing skills, you just provide the content, pick a theme, um, there are some editing options available, we would like to see more and as you will learn it's something that the Rotor team is working on right now and so uh, that's pretty much it. The concept is really cool, uh, we here dotted music um, yet to fully explore all its features but we definitely plan to uh, use the platform at the agency actively. And uh, so far I can tell you that while it may not work if you have a, a complex music video idea clearly, so if, if you uh, require lots of custom video editing, but I see huge potential in the app as a tool for generating original video content for your social media profiles as well as videos for songs you would not have on your YouTube channel otherwise. Uh, the potential is quite big. I encourage you to listen to our conversation to learn more and uh, also to sign up. Uh, it uh, doesn't cost anything to create a video, you only pay for exporting videos from uh, the app. So give it a shot and let us know in the comments on SoundCloud or iTunes and feel free to reach out to the Roto team directly as well if you have any questions. So here we go, an interview with Dimit Meloni. I'm so uh, glad to have a chance to chat with you after we first met at the recent Fast Forward event in Mast Amsterdam. Welcome to the show and uh, let us know how you're doing. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, it was, it was great to meet you and great to chat with other people at that kind of industry-focused event. But yeah, things are good. It's a nice sunny day here in London, so it makes things a little bit more bearable. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't get many of them, Andre, but yeah, so we do. <laughs> We've got to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you well on this one. It's pretty much the same over here and uh, makes me want to go outside. But no, we have some more important things to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I re I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. And uh, yeah, so let me ask you this uh, standard somewhat question for our podcast and uh, share a little bit on, on your background with our listeners just so uh, they know where, 
how you started in the industry and uh, yeah, so how did you come up with the product of yours, which we are going to talk about? Sure. Uh, originally, going back quite a few years, I began as a graphic designer um, in the music industry, designing promotional material. And that was back in the back in the late 90s. And over time, I mean, I was kind of at that point in where graphic design became more than just uh, physical design and, and, you know, kind of images and icons and whatever. And, you know, you needed to be a bit of everything. So over the years, I got into video production. I got into mm-hmm. web development. Um, I got into music technology. And I'd kind of, you know, picked up bits and pieces here and there. I'd, you know, in and around the music industry, I'd done various things. and. I spent a lot of, the, towards the end of that period, I spent a lot of time creating promotional videos. So I was creating promotional video content for the World DJ Champion. And I was beginning to get a lot of requests from people to create various types of promotional video content and, you know, more and more technical projects were popping up. And I decided to go back to university when I was 30 to do a second degree, which I did. So I, I wanted to kind of formalize all these various skills that I picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I went back and I studied creative technologies at the time, because uh, that's nearly 10 years ago. It was a, a fairly new concept for a degree. And while I was there, I was getting more and more into music tech and video tech. And I was uh, started developing plugins for Ableton using Max for Live. Hmm. And while, while doing that, I came up with the idea of a video plugin for Ableton which became my final year project. And I built a, a prototype video plugin for Ableton again using Max for Live with the Jitter module. Uh-huh. Um, and I realized, you know, the, the idea was to have something that could respond to my any music I created or any kind of live performances I made with, with Ableton. And I wanted it to produce not just visuals, but actual video content. So something like a music video. And then realized I could pull that out of uh, Max for Live and build it as a standalone application, um, uh-huh. and, and I could see the. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. I, I was just uh, going to ask if uh, if you envisioned this thing to be used by electronic music producers mainly when you created, or did you didn't have uh, uh, plans to market it at first at all? Yeah, no. I mean, well, I didn't have plans to market it, but I did envisage it as something just to be used by electronic musicians because. I mean, that's the type of, I'm not a musician, but I, I make music, shall we say. I'm never going to make a hit record, but I love to make music. And electronic music is one of the types of music I grew up on. So it, at the very beginning, it was focused on that genre. Um, and it was only when I pulled it out into a standalone application and realized the potential value of this, that, you know, this could be something that could help all types of musicians to create video content quickly and easily. As it was then that I decided, okay... I'm going to set this up as a business. I'm going to see how many musicians it can help. Like, you know, I want, to, I want it to be useful for all genres. And I want to put it in the cloud so that everybody can get access to it. Um, yeah. That was back in 2012. So I, I, I kind of demoed what I had on my laptop at a music, uh, music industry conference in Ireland. And I won a competition. I got a big novelty check, which was great. And started to set, set the the business together i knew i had to get people on board that could do things a lot better than i could do them i mean my kind of strength was that i could do a bit of everything but there was no way i could build this as a cloud-based application 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kind of video analysis and all that sort of stuff that I had in there was sort of rudimentary. Mm-hmm. So I got some guys, um, my co-founder, who's a, an award-winning music video director. He'd been in and, in and around the music industry himself for, you know, a dozen years. He created video content for uh, Dead Mouse, for Underworld, for Madonna, of all people. Um, I, but he's quite techy too, and he helped me design the system in a way that would work in the cloud. And then we got some guys in, some of our, our video developers are guys who are ex-YouTube developers. One of our guys has built video production technology that was acquired by Google back in 2011. And wow. he spent four years at YouTube developing advanced algorithms and video processing tech. And we got guys in there that have you know, got numerous patents under their belt for video post-production technology. It's and huge. luckily, yeah, it was, it's a quite a cool team, you know. Um, and we've now got guys that are you know dedicated to just working on the audio analysis algorithms. I'll get to that probably later on when I explain how it works. Um, And, you know, everybody on the team has some sort of interest in music too. So, for example, one of our developers, the guy, uh, Hugh, who's uh, sold his tech to Google, he's also a jazz drummer. Um, Even our business strategist, is she was a a drummer in a rock band and a pianist. Um, So we all kind of love the project. We all love music. We love this space. And, you know, it's from... From the point we set up the company is a, is about how do we build something that's going to add value, you know, as opposed to you know how do we build something that's going to make money. And it's like what what do we think will be a cool product to exist, and you know how would we like it to exist? And we've kind of kept that ethos all the way along. I really appreciate you sharing all that because when I first check out the uh, Roto website, I. I was looking for information like that, maybe on your philosophy or to learn more, a bit more on the, on the team and so on. And uh, you've got quite a lot of information on the website, but to, not to be misunderstood here. But still, like it's really cool to hear the thinking behind this and uh, that the team behind the project is bigger than I thought originally. So you're you're mainly the uh, the team is mainly based in. So in London or it's Dublin as well, or I'm I'm just curious how it's set up. Yeah, it's it's in the two cities. So our business team is here in London, which is where I'm based full time, and then our creative and technical team are in Dublin. I don't know if you you probably oh. know from my name and my accent that I'm originally from Ireland. Uh, so I was born and raised in Dublin, and you know it's a it's a small enough community there, so we all know each other, but quite a talented community. So the guys are over there, you know, building out the tech, building out the kind of creative side of things. And then we're over here. We have our team split between Dublin and London. Mm -hmm. Our creative and technical team are in Dublin and our business development team are here in London. So I'm originally from Dublin myself and it's a a small community uh, in Dublin. We all know each other, but it's a very, very skilled and very accomplished community. So we have our guys over there building out the tech and the creative side of things uh, here in London. We're developing the business side of things because London is one of the, the global hubs of the music industry. And it makes sense for us to be here in amongst that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've heard quite a few things, quite a few good things about the growing tech scene in Dublin. So I'm, I'm not sure how, if you can confirm that or not, but uh, I've heard there is uh, really lots of things interesting startups coming from the city and lots of talented developers yeah yeah it's true i mean there's there's a great community great startup community there has been for for a number of years but in the last i don't know two or three years it's really started to to flourish you know 
and you see some really good tech coming out of Dublin. I think previously a lot of the tech companies in Dublin and Ireland as a whole, they in order to get the the funding they needed, they had to leave. You mm-hmm. know, so they'd go, they'd either come here to the U to the UK to London, or they'd go to the states. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, yeah. There's, yeah, there's more investment there, so the guys can remain. You know, that's interesting, and I. I... I'm curious about the topic and uh, not all of our listeners are musicians or people working in the, uh, just in the music industry. Some run their own startups or thinking of opening or launching new tech businesses. So all that information may be useful to some, <laughs> to some of the people who <laughs> are listening to us. As for the musicians, I'm uh, confident a hundred percent that There is quite a few people at this point who are curious to learn more about uh, the actual product or rather a service that you are offering. And uh, yeah, so I, at this point of, of a, a podcast conversation, we might be talking about some more general things about something like a music video, something that I would like to talk about with you later on. Sure. But Right now, I would appreciate you just going straight into the core of it and explaining how it works and who it's for and what exactly does Rotor do? Well, Rotor makes it easy for any musician or any label to create their own promotional video content very quickly and easily. And when I say promotional video content, I mean any type of promotional content. So anything from a, a full music video to the kind of short form 10-15 second long videos that you might push out onto Instagram or Snapchat announcing new releases or you know announcing gigs or whatever it might be and it, it works within the, the cloud so you don't need to download anything it's free to sign up and you don't actually have to buy anything until you are happy with the video that you're creating it's only when you're happy that you actually purchase your videos but what, what we're trying to do is to kind of level the playing field because there's on one hand you've got this huge demand to create more and more video content mm-hmm. to engage your audience and on the other side there's this kind of old world method of creating video content that's time consuming and expensive and you know I, i see it all the time i read all these articles about you know the diy musician and you know musicians need to do this and they need to do that it's it seems mad to me because it's like well surely musicians need to just make music <laughs> you know yeah. spending your time are spent, you know, I think tools need to exist to enable musicians to spend as little time as possible having to take care of the, you know, all of this digital marketing so that they can spend more time in doing what they do best. And we're trying to do that with video and also making this affordable because, you know, the, the, some of the fees that agencies charge are through the roof, you know, especially now that demand is up. So that's what we're trying to do with router. And, and we've just released a new version of the system a few weeks back, which is kind of a beta version. And throughout the course of this year, we're going to be rolling out new features until we, we reach a full version one towards the end of the year. At that point, we'd like to be in a situation where we can enable artists to create full video promotion campaigns through our system so that they can log in there. They can say, okay, I want you know a video for Snapchat. I want a video for Instagram. I want one for YouTube. I want this one to be a music video. I want to do a lyrics video, you know, that full suite of video content. We want to enable them to create all of that within Router, automatically push it out to those social platforms and then give them some data back about how it's performing so they know which which platforms are working for them. Hmm. 
That's I I like the sounds of it, and uh, you it, it sounds like you understand the types of content that musicians need because everything that you've mentioned is what we usually have to create for artists, or uh, we oftentimes we don't create like full fledged music videos, but we yeah consult uh, musicians on doing so. But there is a lot of uh, social media content, uh, video content that is being created for musicians all the time. And if there is a tool that simplifies the process, then like I'm sold a hundred percent. And uh, I, uh, so the process of of creating a video is quite straightforward. So anyone who creates this free account and just goes there and just plays with the app for a bit will understand what it's about. But still, for those who haven't tried it out yet so is it expected from user to have their own footage or they can just rely on some free uh, stock footage that you've got or it can or should be also like some photo material like what exactly do i need to create a video let's say music video if like yeah if i if i want to do it for your application Okay, well, the absolute minimum that you would need is your song. That's it. I mean, if if you just have your song as an MP3 or a WAV file, that's all you need to begin. So you could just upload that song. Uh, and in the Rotor platform, we have a library of footage that you can choose from to add into your video. Uh, now, you can also upload your own video content. You can upload images. You can mix it with our clip library whatever way you want to do it, or you can have all, all your own stuff. It's whatever way you want to blend the content together. At the moment, uh, if you want to upload performance videos, as in, you know, footage of you playing to your music, we haven't automated the lip sync process yet, but that will be, that'll be released at the end of May this year. So you, you will then be at a point where you can, you know, shoot random clips of yourself either miming to your song or performing your song and then throw it into rotor and it'll automatically sync it up for a music video Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean the absolute minimum you need right now is a song and the way that it works is you just create your free account with rotor then you choose to create a video and you upload your song and what rotor does is it analyzes your music so it looks for all the different features of your particular song so you might say, I don't know, something simple like, this is where all the beats are, this is where the chorus is, this is where, you know, something intense is happening. Mm-hmm. And it'll kind of, it'll save all that information so that it can make its own editing decisions later on, much like a, a music video director would do. Mm-hmm. Once the song is in there, you can choose to either leave the full length of the song to create a full music video, or you can trim it down and choose, you know, a 15 second chunk of your song or a 30 second chunk of your song or one minute, whatever it might be. It can be any length. You can literally just pick your favorite part and say, okay, I want to use this to create a promotional video to announce a new release. And then later on, release the full music video. The next step in the process after the music is you choose a video style that you'd like. So we've got this catalog of video styles. Mm -hmm that have been designed by music video directors. Uh, they've been designed by visual artists, some of them by our team in-house. But we've now started to build a community of creatives who are building out styles for our catalog. So it'd be like getting access to the, the visual aesthetic of a music video director right through our platform. And they, they're suitable for you know any genre. Some, some will work more with hip hop, some will work more with indie rock, you know, but they're all labeled. So you know, which is which 
once you choose your style, then all you do is you choose what clips you want. And like I said, these can be your clips. They can be our clips. They can be your clips mixed with our clips. They can be images, whatever you like. At the moment, we've got about, I just I think it's just over a thousand clips to choose from. But we've recently just made a deal with video footage company in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout this year, we're going to be adding in uh, just over 300,000 video clips to choose from. And we'll be curating that content to make sure that it works well with with music video. So once you've done those three things, you've got your song, you've got your video style, you've got your clips. At that point, you can just go ahead and create the video or you can choose to add some some text intros. So you can maybe, you know, put an intro at the start announcing the, the artist and the title, some messaging maybe, you know, if you're announcing this is going to be released on Spotify in April or whatever it might be, or put some links in there. And then you can go and add that to your video. So what happens is, you know, once you've kind of completed the steps and it's really simple, you just follow, follow each one. Rotor will create a preview of your video for you. Normally it takes about between three minutes to five minutes to create a preview. And the preview is the full video just in a low resolution and it's got our logo on it. So you can watch that. And if you like it, you can go ahead and buy it. If you're still not happy with it, you can go back and make some changes, maybe change the clips, the style, you can change the song, do whatever you want to do. Um, or you can hit a button if you're feeling lazy. <laughs> We've got a button there called I'm Feeling Lucky. And if you just hit that button, Rotor will go off and create a different version of your video itself. And <laughs> I, seems, I like that seems, feature. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be quite popular, you know. <laughs> so that's it, you know. And once you're happy, you, you can buy your video at the moment. You pay for each video individually, so... Yeah, I was about uh, to ask, so this may change at the time uh, uh, someone is listening to these, so it's it's a wise idea to check the current price on the website, but how does it look right, right now? Well, the, the pricing starts uh, per video between $10 to $35. So at the top end of the scale, $35 will get you a full HD music video. Mm-hmm. Below that, then you have $25, which is a 720p video. Um, those top two are most popular. Below that, again, you have a $20 video, which is YouTube resolution, so 360p. And then we have a $10 option in there, which is the same resolution, 360p, but it's got our, our logo and web address across the top of it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Soon we'll have subscription models coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can buy packages. But for now, a lot of our customers are happy to just come in, create the videos they want, post them onto YouTube or Facebook or wherever it is, and then keep coming back for more. Excellent. So any any particular examples of uh, artists or record labels who've used the services and where we can check them out, maybe? Yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's, there's a few videos on our, our homepage where you can go to rotorvideos.com forward slash showcase. Some of the labels that I've used, I mean, we... Like I said, we originally built this so that it could help independent musicians, amateur musicians, or emerging musicians and record labels to kind of level the playing fields to make video content creation accessible. But we've seen the major labels now using us. So Sony Music UK found us through Google search and started buying videos, Hmm. which is interesting. We didn't expect that. We now have had contact with Warner Music, Virgin EMI, universal music and then artists uh some some established artists like robbie rivera house music musician and dj so it's been interesting yeah. um, and we're seeing it we're, we're seeing everything from kind of new releases to 
you know, like the major labels in some cases are taking old releases, you know, songs from the 80s mm-hmm. and creating new new music videos for them and pushing them out in vivo, which is interesting. That's um, cool. That's cool. Definitely interesting. And uh, I'm very curious about the subscription model as well. I think it makes a lot of sense uh, if you yeah. are also positioning yourself not as uh, just, just a tool for creating music videos, but just music video content for different platforms and different kinds of yeah. teasers and so on. It's quite powerful, so very interesting indeed. And uh, I myself, um, yeah, as as we just discussed of the uh, before before this uh, conversation, that yeah, we are definitely looking forward to uh, using it, uh, using your platform for our artists more. And I'm yet to play with it more. I've tested it a bit, but we've got uh, one member of the team who who was working on a simple music video for his own music project in the past week. He's in love with the tool overall uh, with the platform and uh, it's quite just oh, honest cool. and unbeast here the only commentary that he had that i wanted to bring up and i promised that i would ask so the uh, the main drawback for him was uh, in the inability to move around the his own video clips so he uploaded a footage like one video file and uh, the system picked a particular section of that video according to the template that he chose so it was based on the algorithm and he he was looking for some more custom editing options so is it like maybe he's he was approaching the tool not exactly how was it going to be used or like like do you have any recommendation in that regards like uploading clips that are cut in a particular way or is it something that you are going to adjust in the nearest future yeah it's actually something we're working on right now so like I said, like we're we're kind of rolling out additional features to Rover. We wanted to get it out there as soon as we could just to see how musicians reacted to it because we didn't want to spend too much time building something that nobody wanted. And so we, we've got it out there and quite a few people have mentioned this exact same thing. So we started work on that a few weeks back and within the next month we'll have the feature where musicians can take their clips and change the order. They might say, okay, I want this clip to appear here. I want that one to appear there. And also we want to give the option to choose a, a favorite clip or highlight clip. Mm-hmm. So you might say, you know, okay, I've got a bunch of clips, say five of them, uh, but one of them is my favorite. I really like it. I'd like to, that to show up more often than the rest. And you can just select that as a, as a highlight clip mm-hmm. and Rotor will then say, okay, this one needs to be given more dominance than the rest of the clips. And it'll cut it in for you in that way. So yeah, we'd like to add more features so people can, just to make sure they get the result that they're looking for. Because oftentimes they'll create a video, they look at the preview and it's, you know, very close to what they want. But if they could make a couple of small tweaks, they'd be, you know, super happy with it. So yeah, we, we're going to build those tools out. And by I'd say by May, we'll have all of that done. So yeah, hopefully keep watching it and keep checking in because there'll be some some new stuff added every few weeks. Absolutely. Uh, that's... Uh... You know, that's quite a good uh, call to action, in my opinion. I, I had a few more questions in mind, but uh, you pretty much answered it all. And uh, I'm sincerely excited about the technology and about the... Well, I like how affordable it is, in my opinion, knowing the fees that mm. video editors charge and uh, yeah. uh, the cost of uh, software and uh, learning something yourself if you want to go that road, something that I don't recommend any musician to do. like video editing is quite is more difficult <laughs> than than it may seem and sometimes like if you're yeah. not good at it it's better don't even try 
<laughs> so, yeah. uh, so in, in a, ba- yeah. a bad video can do more damage than no video. <laughs> exactly, I've seen quite a few cases. So um, yeah, just so you you don't feel embarrassed about your music video, like you better use uh, either a professional or a smart tool. I don't even like I've heard like, maybe one or two titles. Uh, I I haven't done any particular research. Probably I should have done this before the before this uh, podcast episode, but I haven't seen too many applications or platforms doing the same. I've seen somewhat uh, reminding of the of what you do, but you seem to be delivering something unique, which is amazing. So we're definitely keeping an eye on the platform. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for sharing all the details. So you've mentioned the address of the website. Anything else to add or maybe on how our listeners can reach out and connect or ask questions if they have any? Yeah, I mean, if if anybody wants to to contact us, or I mean, we we have we do a lot of promotions as well, you know, uh, especially in these early days. You know, if we're releasing new features, we might offer discounts while people try them out. So people can follow us on Facebook. So it's you know facebook.com forward slash rotor videos or on Twitter at rotor videos. Um, or if people want to email directly, they can just email info at rotorvideos.com, and it's r o t o r videos.com and someone will pick up the email and get back to you i mean we love to get feedback as well so you know if people want to try the platform and give us feedback you know you never know we might give it a a discount voucher for for good feedback too (laughs) that's really cool yeah well well we gain from it so so why shouldn't other people too you know yeah i can't agree more on that one yeah i'm also linking to everything that you mentioned in the show notes so it's quite easy to find the links uh, from there uh, thank you once again uh, looking forward to the updates of the platform and using it ourselves here at the Data Music Agency so we are definitely going to stick around and, uh, and continue to provide feedback so be sure that we will be the ones to, uh, to get back to you <laughs> with some, some comments yeah and uh, exciting stuff so good luck with, uh, with the project Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, great to speak to you. Absolute pleasure. And hopefully we'll speak again. I look forward to your feedback. Yeah, so likewise. And thanks a lot once again. Bye, Andrew. Thanks a lot for listening. Find the show notes at datamusic.com or musicgrowthtalks.com from where you can also subscribe to receive new episodes of this show either via email or your podcast app such as Apple Podcasts. And of course, check out Roto at rotovideos.com and contact their team if you have any clarifying questions. Thanks for tuning in and till next time. You've been listening to Music Growth Talks with Andrew Apanov. Find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com.